you're the start. Alright, welcome everybody. It's Draft Politics. It's the last episode of 2019 of this decade, of this year, of our first year in production. I'm EJ, and with me, as always... It's Steve. Uh, uh, yeah, we're here at the Empirical Brewery. Uh, they're working a shorter day today. We talked way too much on the previous national podcast, so we're going to hammer all the highlights of local and Chicago year-in-review things as fast as we possibly can. Yeah, and some things happened here in 2019. And some things did happen, in fact, yes. I mean, it, it, it's sort of like this weird episode where it's, here's what, all the things that happened in 2019, and here are all the things that are happening or starting tomorrow in 2020. We all know what that means. Anyway, so... Yeah, and we got to get to that because there's lots to talk about there. There so. is. There is. So, it's a smoky future. We elected a new mayor. We did. Lori yes. Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot. You know, and uh, a lot of people were excited, much like the current presidential election. There were uh, approximately 150 people who, who had announced their candidacy. We got down, had those initial elections in February. Lori Lightfoot, Tony Preckwinkle came out of there. They and had the, the Chicago Thunderdome election. And, it was. Uh, and the one who would leave, Lori Lightfoot. So Lori Lightfoot won with 78% of the votes. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Crushing, Incredible. Crushing victory there. Uh, outsider, uh, you know, African-American, uh, like former lawyer, like uh, everybody, nobody could see that coming uh, when she started her candidacy. Um, but here she is. She's yes. the mayor. And yep. since then... Everybody so hates many things. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a mixed thing. You know, she's got four years to sort of settle in, figure out her plan, deal with the fact no. that we had a huge hole in the budget that she had to patch and had to make various tough decisions around that. We had the CTU strike happen. That's now been resolved. Um, there's has, gonna it, be has it really? Well, it's been resolved <laughs> for five years because new contract. It is true. So it's, not, it's not a problem for this next election. So she's good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there were some really good reforms around, you know, removing some of the power from aldermen that they had often abused for, uh, you know, uh, zoning rules and things like that. Right. So she, she definitely pushed for a lot of shifts in the way that city council works. Yes. And the way that money gets allocated. One of the big things was changing the chair of the finance committee. So she took that away from the hat Ed Burke and gave that yes. to us back. Yes, and very easy to do that when uh, when one of those people has been subject to indictments. The Burger King indictments of Ed Burke, which were some of the most fun things that we read about this year. Ed Burke kind of applying pressure. And I, I actually think that this was national news because Donald Trump was reading those things and going like, hold on, so I send my guys out first and they make suggestions. And then if that doesn't work, I bring somebody into my office and I yell at them directly or hint specifically about things that I want. But yes, Ed Burke. Yes. Uh, FBI raids of his city council two, office. Two yeah. FBI raids. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's one raid. Two, yes. three. You ah. know you're doing well when ah. you have to have the FBI show up again. I mean, yeah, exactly. and, and, and we're assuming the FBI didn't just go, did you search that one file cabinet? I thought you did, and yeah. then and all went back. Like we need a broader, we need a broader search warrant. Yes, evidently, yes. so Ed Burke indicted. He's not the he wasn't the only alderman indicted this year. Actually, former alderman indicted. Anyway, yes. the city council changed quite a bit at the same time that Lori came into place. We had a, a lot of new freshman aldermen. Um, some backed by the DSA. Yes, so who has a have a fairly good chunk of representation in in the uh, yeah. city council now. 
Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, like, the power of the mayor versus the power of the city council. Traditionally, city council has been a fairly weak organization, but it seems like there's been more pushback. We saw some of that around marijuana legalization with um, uh, the, the uh, Black Caucus uh, pushing back to try to delay uh, enable uh, the implementation, uh, basically pushing back the kickoff day, which was tomorrow. Um, right, for they sales didn't quite manage to pull yep. it off, but like it shows some pushback that I don't think we traditionally have seen. So no, I think that's been one of the really good things personally that there seems to be more parity in terms of power, and we knew when an outsider came into power, and I think this is one of the things that we said, was that there was going to be a vacuum, and everybody was going to try to fill that vacuum in different ways. And yep. I think the CTU, I think the teacher strike, honestly, was one of those those things. The, the Black Caucus, as you said, another one of those areas. And I think that's a healthy thing for yeah, the I city. Think we've I, had, yeah, we've had far too much uh, power uh, invested in the mayor's office, and so that seems to be shifting now. And I think... To, to LifeWood's credit, I think she's intentionally devolving some of that in some ways, you know, some of the yeah. nuances of how things work. So I think there's some good changes. We'll see. You know, she's got, you know, full four years. We'll see kind of what changes she makes and how the city's doing. And there's a lot of things that have to happen outside of Chicago in terms of Illinois budget policy yeah. and even at the nation, national level and the economy. So lots of things that could change that would yeah. shift I, that. I think there are things out of her control in 2020, but we'll talk about that. Hashtag fair tax. Yes. Um, who else has been indicted? This You can't talk about Illinois or Chicago politics without talking about indictments. And that this was actually a segment of the show for a good portion this week in Illinois indictments. So outside of Ed, Bur Ed Burke, who did we have? Well, we had some investigations. Uh, Martin Sandoval, uh, state senator. Yep. Uh, Tom Cullerton, not that Cullerton. Uh, Luis Arroyo and Jeff Tobolsky, who's a Cook County commissioner. So, um, And all these are sort of like... There's some threads of this that tie back to Madigan, potentially. So we'll see if yep. anything happens and there. ComEd. But ComEd and ComEd is another big yes, thread so there. Some, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, ComEd good, spent a good lot of money. standard Illinois corruption oh, yeah, kind yeah. of thing here, good sounds stuff. like, yes. If you're living in Illinois, you know who ComEd is. They've spent an inordinate amount of money uh, in certain lobbying activities slash semi-legal lobbying right. activities. Because I mean, ultimately, the state of Illinois is, gonna, it, is what determines their business, so... It is kind of insane. And this is an, a big year in 2020, um, we'll talk about this more as we get into the year, but sort of their monopoly contract is coming due. So we'll see what that means for the city of Chicago. Indeed. Um, so lots of people under investigation or, you know, have been indicted. And I think that there is this question about is the net tightening around Madigan, who is a somebody who has traditionally been very good at not having any written or uh, electronic communication. All right. Thank you. Um, so we'll see if he can escape harm in 2020. <sighs> and we just received the last call announcement, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, last call here at Empirical here on New Year's Eve. Yes, good thing I already have my Penumbra. It's a uh, sour, dark sour aged in a scotch barrel. So I'm doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then you're having, what are you having? You're having the uh, Covalence? No, you have the Proton, right? I have the Proton. It's a no-coast India Pale Ale, which I love. Yes. I love the idea of the no coast. Although that might be short for North Coast. 
No, I'm going to say it's no coast. No coast. There's I'm no coast. Say it's, coast it's, it's in the middle of the country. Yeah, absolutely. No coast involved. Not third coast. Not so, yeah. So, yeah, come North here. Coast. Empirical Brewery. Moving on. Yeah. Foster and, Foster and Ravens would Foster show Ravens up. Would. It's great. It's great. It, we'll be back in 2020 for sure. That's right. For a uh, more, del- more uh, one extended One of the most interesting things that I learned about Chicago this year was the the bar culture around the board of trade specifically yes. series cafe series cafe strongest yes. drinks in the city apparently evidently. i did not know this i am a i am a drinker in chicago i feel like i'm i'm still disappointed with myself that i did not know this was a thing apparently it's a thing uh but yes uh police chief johnson uh apparently had an evening out there uh got found in his car passed out like wow things happened uh no longer the police chief right. so there you go we knew uh, he was on his way, he was out, on his way out anyhow is, yeah. so it was kind of also uh, but can we agree that the single biggest story this year was chance the snapper absolutely yes i mean chance Clearly. chance the snapper chance the snapper uh yes if you if you don't recall this a was it alligator or crocodile i think it's alligator 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 found in a pond in which park doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Found in a park. <laughs> we're, we're moving quickly here. We're moving quickly. Can't look this up. Can't fact check ourselves. As far as I know, it was Wells Park. It doesn't even have a pond. That's okay. It doesn't matter. That's what doesn't was matter. weird about it. That's what's weird about it. He, f- he made a pond, and then he was found in it. Very strange. Got him on a plane. Took him yes. down to Florida. Yes. He's and there then, now, living his best life. And then we had Jesse Smollett. So that was that whole thing, Whew. which was and a whole Kim thing. Fox. We don't really, really much to say. It was a whole thing. Uh, but, you know, the quick thing. Uh, said he was attacked by Trumpers. Maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it did. There's been back and forth about that. City's going after him. I think at this point with a civil suit to get back money for yeah. that. It uh, and, it was and a how whole it was thing. handled in Kim Fox's uh, oh, yes. office is it's been very weird. Yes. Which brings us to what's happening in 2020. Marijuana legalization. Okay, yes. here we go, everybody. So, first thing, Pritzker pardoned thousands of people who had been convicted on uh, nonviolent charges. As he should. As he should have, as it was part of the legislation. So, that's great. Um, it's going, to, going on sale tomorrow. Uh, the closest place to here, uh, they're going to be opening at 6 a.m. to start selling. Um, is that the place on Clark Street? It's on, yeah, Clark, it's in Andersonville. Yep. Yeah, uh, 33. Dispensary 33. Yeah, yeah. So, Dispensary 33, if you're listening, rate us on iTunes, even though we don't generally talk about pot. But, you know, hey. And, and let me just say that the reason I know that is because I saw it from your alderman, Matt Martin, posted something about it. There so you go. Thank yes, you, Matt they are Martin, in the war. Who I saw in Lincoln Square the other day with his kids struggling to get a kid out of the car while talking on the phone. I saw him in Lincoln Square the other day, too. Actually, I saw him yesterday. Struggle is real. I was, I was grabbing lunch, came out of the place where I was grabbing lunch, and guess who was walking in? Matt Martin. Matt Martin. Huh. Shout out to Matt Martin. Rate us on iTunes. Anyhow, go. Anyway. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, uh, the rules for marijuana. Must be over 21. There Purchases up to 30 grams. That's one ounce in, in our more traditional yeah, Depending on the kind, the way you're getting yes, it. Yes, depending on what you're getting, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you can consume it at home, on your property, unless your landlord says otherwise, much like they can regulate you smoking cigarettes in, in your right. home. Uh, if um, you are a visitor to Illinois, it's half that amount. Yes. If you're a visitor to Illinois, if you're, if you're listening to this checking. from somewhere else, yeah. I can't imagine why you would. That's okay. If you're visiting, but though, great. it's good a reason Let to us visit. Know. Uh, and you will pay higher taxes if you have recreational versus medical. The other thing about recreational versus medical is uh, they prioritize medical in terms of the overall supply. So basically, they're restricting somewhat the amount that they're selling for recreational so that there's still a supply for the medical, which is you know a very good thing. As and that it should be. Part of the legislation required that. And one of the other new laws that goes into effect tomorrow is that now at Illinois schools, a nurse can administer uh, 
cannabis-based medicinal products to kids really? who need them. Okay. And Good that God. was a thing that you couldn't do before. So cannabis and THC-based products are, are used to treat certain things. Yeah. Um, and previously, it was very difficult if you were a student who had a medical marijuana card uh, to be able to take those. But now yeah. you, you can't. You can Good get job. those administered by the school. Yes. There. And uh, yeah. And so all that happened because marijuana was legalized because Pritzker was elected governor. So, yay. Yeah. Good on him. Other things that happened because of uh, Pritzker passage of the fair tax, which will ma- help us to have a progressive tax system. If you go out, yes, you go out and vote in 2020 and vote to pass the constitutional amendment that will then allow that to happen. So then they can set a progressive tax that will allow us to charge the wealthier people more income tax than the poorer people. And then we don't have to like keep trying to screw around with property taxes and this tickets and all that This is the most important thing yes. on the ballot in Illinois in 2020. The presidential election <laughs> is very important. <laughs> not, don't get me wrong. We're not, yeah. We'll, de- that, we'll debate that in 2020 when we have we more will. time. So, yes. Uh, other things. Uh, he did some really good uh, trans rights legislation. Yep. So uh, if a bathroom is a single person at a time uh, in a public space, it now needs to be gender neutral. Yes. And I believe uh, that officially takes effect as of first of the year. Yeah. So um, like, which is weird at midnight. Yeah. Like, is somebody like, zzz, 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 like changing the signs? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, you know, it's New Year's Eve, you're out at a bar, and then suddenly they got to change the gender of the bathroom. So uh, it'd be yeah. very confusing. Or uh, remove the gender of the bathroom. Yes. And then, yes. And then non binary will eventually be available for yep. uh, driver's license. Uh, so and that's that's good. Uh, yeah, that that is really good. D- DCFS, uh, Department of Child and Family Services, had a rough year. Um, they had a rough year. And there have been a, a, just a spate of new laws around there, uh, essentially overhauling the way they collect data and they expose data to others when they have to report things out. Um, all very good things kind of centered on transparency. Um, it's probably not the final changes, but it does give people the information I think that they'll need to make those changes. So all good stuff yep. uh, on the DCFS side. Um, a- additional on the health side, uh, EpiPens must be covered by yeah. insurance now and this in is, Illinois. This is a really good thing. The prices of EpiPens have been go- have gone up. Um, this is a basic... This is something you need to survive if you have yeah. a, a strong allergic reaction, bee stings, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, that's important. Um, also, I think there was something in there about um, uh, funding for children's EpiPens because they have a yes. different dosage and so yeah, yeah. ensuring that that was part of that as well. Um, and then, you know, something we've talked about on this podcast is... The, the big racial gap in outcomes in birthing between African-American women and everyone else. And there were specific laws passed in Illinois to increase training and awareness for people working in labor and delivery, delivery positions uh, where their primary constituents were primary patients were women of color. Uh, I think that's a really, really good thing. Um, uh, data breaches that impact more than 500 people must now be reported. That threshold was much higher before. Um, minimum wage is going up. 9.25 tomorrow. $10 in July and $11 next year. Um, polling places now have to be open in the Cook County Jail. So this is people who are waiting trial, and before you're convicted, you can still vote. You, your franchise is still there. So now there's going to be a polling place in jail. Um, kind of tangentially related. Uh, so you could this year, if you are so inclined, vote in the primary on St. Patrick's Day in Cook County Jail. After, well, yeah, after you got a 
Yeah, so you get arrested at the bar. You get bar arrested because you were out doing your thing St. Patrick's Day. But it would probably be before. You know, it depends on what time yeah, all yeah. that happens. So we'll get back to you, you know on what? what time. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah, it's, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an option. Just, do early just, voting. Yeah, yeah. That, that do gets early voting. Save yourself the trouble. Much yeah. better way to go about um, it. Uh, there was another thing uh, that's not in our notes that I wanted to bring up. Yes, and it was ahead. an increase in funding for education and treatment specifically for law enforcement and the recognition and treatment around suicide, um, which is something that I don't know, I think is vitally important. We yeah, I think overall the, the mental health support for police is something that we hardly ever talk about and is really critical. I mean, you know, you have like a mass, you know, some sort of violent shooting incident where there's some trauma, like where, where an officer has been killed or whatever. Yep. And, you know, then somebody from the police will walk in and be like, so you guys all okay? And they'll be like, yes. And then we're, and okay. then we're done. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like no. there needs to be serious investment in that. And we need to change that culture to say that if you are having problems, if you can't sleep, et cetera, et cetera, that, you know, that support will be yeah. there for you. And that is the end of 2019. It is. That was very quick. That was very quick. We did that good. in 17 minutes, 17 minutes, everybody. That's pretty good. Like now we've got six minutes left. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, I, I know what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to drink beer. That's that's what I'm going to do. And that's okay. what we have done. Well, yes. thank you for joining us this year on this crazy <laughs> journey here yes. at Draft Politics. We well, are going to be back. Yes, in we'll be back. Uh, we're going to keep at this, you know, try to grow our audience a little bit. And uh, yeah, we you know, we like the excuse to come out, hang out with a, a good friend, have a good beer, talk politics. That's what this is all about. Hopefully you'll be you'll be our friend, too. So stay safe on the new year and we'll see you in 2020. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.